With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't feel like picking up my phone, so leave a message at the tone. Cause today I swear I'm not doing This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by... You already know, Jeremy J. and Phoenix. I'm in the building. We are in the booth. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. This is the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. You are now tuned in to Pop Culture. I hate you with that pop-pop-pop-pop. Jeremy got the mid-level energy today. He's coming with it, though, because we're talking about voicemails. What's wrong with voicemails? Well, nothing inherently, but voicemails instead of a text message. Jeremy, how do you feel about that? Uh, I never realized how antiquated voicemails were before a few years ago. So like you bring this up and voicemails are voicemails. You know, you get voicemails, you get messages. I mean, not messages, but you know, uh, I was going to say, what what are the... I can't even remember what they're called. Uh, where you call into somebody's phone line and they have answering machines. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Answer machines. But you know, voicemails are as antiquated as answering machines. I didn't realize this, Brandon, until a few years ago. I was talking to some young dudes. They were like 10 years younger than me. I'm like, what up, baby? I ain't talked to you for a while. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, yo, I left you some voicemails. And he hit his dude on the chest and they started laughing, grabbing his stomachs, laughing. He's a voicemail. Man, you leaving voicemails? Yep. <laughs> and that's what I realized, man. I'm getting old. And you look, voicemails are antiquated. I mean, that's what it is. And I get it. Because, Brandon, what can you say in a voicemail that you can't say in a text message? Very rarely are there situations where you need to leave a voicemail. For example, if you find yourself calling and saying, hey, give me a call on your voicemail, on somebody's voicemail, you should have sent a text message. If you there's find almo- yourself, what'd you say? Brandon, there's almost nothing that you can say on a voicemail that you couldn't have said to somebody in a text message that would have been read way quicker without them having to put it in their password. I will tell you that if you're calling from a landline phone, which is very rare, but it does happen in business settings, like from a doctor's office, 
Okay. Okay. Or maybe a government office. You got me. Then there's a reason to leave a voicemail. So like where I work, there are times I have to leave messages for patients and I do use voicemail. But those okay, are but rare it, occasions. But, but and I'm it's talking very about, unlikely to happen in a in a fraternal relationship or nah, a, a, like, just, you know, friendship. That's exactly what I was going to say. If we're talking about friends, friends have no reason almost ever to leave a voicemail. Because you can go if, if it's time sensitive and you called because you needed to talk, especially now, like one thing I will give uh, the benefit to, I like that you can now have your, your voicemails dictated. So you can read them now, even if you don't have, you can, even if you can't actually listen to them. So they're almost like a text message if you have an iPhone or certain Androids. Oh, wait a minute. You can read them. That means they're a text message. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I hate the ones I hate the most, Jeremy. The ones I hate the most are the call me. Now, I will say there's an exception. My pops used to say, hey, son, give me a call when you get this. And I wish I would have saved more of those because I miss hearing his voice. Thank no. for M. Calling yeah, at two thirty in the morning about nothing, rambling on and laughing at his own jokes. I do wish that I could hear their voice, and I wish I would have saved some of those voicemails. But besides that, you ain't got a reason to leave me no voicemail. Send me a text message. And I like it because you can save those nostalgic moments, moments that you'll never get back. Those voices uh, of people that you love that you'll never get back. I get that part. When you first started that, I was thinking, yeah, but that dude could have sent you a text message. How old is he? Okay, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. But, you know, it is what it is. My only thing with this is the only time I feel like you can leave a voicemail, and I do this sometimes, is when you're talking in a semi-complicated, they're not going to understand if I text it out. Because not everything translates perfectly. And if I'm driving and I'm tired, and it's just going to be too long to text and go to the, all the nuances of what I'm, I'm going to just call you. Hey, look, and I'll, and I'll usually text them, hey, I left you a voicemail, listen to it. And then I can explain it a lot better than I can when I'm just using a you know, punch pad. I'm sure you didn't mean you send text messages while you're tired and driving, because that just sounds like a complete recipe for disaster. I'm sure no, no, what you no. meant is when... Oh, no, I see you reading too far into it. When I pull over at the rest area... Yeah, I I'm driving. I mean, yeah, 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 man. Look, man, <laughs> don't read too far into it, all right? Don't get got. Don't get got. And don't leave voicemails when you could send a text message. Amen. Rest me, boys! Guys, our partners at Symbol have a brand new offering that we are really excited about. A quick reminder that you probably already know. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your teams win, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 8,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.symbol.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-12, for a money-back guarantee. Yes, you heard that right. Symbol is offering a money-back guarantee to all of the listeners for our show. That money-back guarantee means even if you lose money in the first 90 days, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Visit www.symbol.com and use the promo code RASPY12 and your deposit will have a money-back guarantee up to $500. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams today. Basketball season. 
season is finally here, Big 12 fans. And for your home for men's and women's basketball, come to Midwest Madness. We are doing game coverages, going over game analysis, different rankings of teams, and consistently looking at the best matchups in the conference. You're not going to want to miss out on all the amazing basketball coverage we have, so go check out Midwest Madness. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Good coogly moogly. <laughs> it's your boy JN Feed Hub, and I'm with I Also Hate Pit Brain and Phoenix. These are the raspy voice kids. Look, man, I was trying to do something new. I always say the same thing starting out. I got five on you. So I was trying to give you something new. So I went you did it. You did it, son. Three six, three six mafia. Good coogly moogly. Hey, man, five questions, five answers. Jordan Ty Curry, the producer, take your cap off to him. But baby, let us know those five questions. Welcome back, everyone, to another segment of I Got Five on It with the Raspy Voice Kids. I'm your host, Jordan, and let's get things started with the first blank. 133 total yards and three points against Oklahoma State was blank. Unacceptable. It is not acceptable to have less than 200 yards of total offense in your third season as head coach of a Power 5 program when you are supposed to be an offensive mind, Neil Brown. It is unacceptable. Now, Chris Hall from WB Nation or Sports Illustrated, SIWVU, will tell you that we just didn't win our one-on-one battles. It is not as simple as that. It is not. Schematically, you have to make adjustments. Even if at first you did not succeed, you should have done something different in the second half to have a different outcome. It is unacceptable. It's bubble-busting. We were uh, we were on this bubble. We were on this high. We were feeling good. Two games in a row. Two big wins in a row. TCU, Iowa State. And then to get shellacked. I don't know whoever came up with that nerd word, but it's a good word. Shellacked. To get shellacked like we did. 133 yards. Are you serious? Setting records for low output for WVU? Woo! Talk about bringing down to earth quick. Gravity ain't got nothing on Oklahoma State. Number two. Neil Brown saying that they weren't ready for man coverage against Oklahoma State was blank. Unacceptable. I'm going back to back. Unacceptable. It is unacceptable to not be prepared for something that has affected you each and every time you've played Oklahoma State. I don't care what you've seen on film. Know your opponent. Know what they've done to you. Know how they've dominated you and adjust or be prepared. Neil Brown was not by his own admission. It's unacceptable. I think it was ignorant, very ignorant. In the good book, they talk about the wicked one's deceptions and say, we are not, um, what's, what's the word? We are not. Ignorant of his it, design. We are not ignorant of his designs. Well, for West Virginia, the wicked one is the team that's beat us like four or five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten, however many times in a row from Oklahoma State. How are we ignorant of their designs, Brandon? How can we be ignorant to that? They do the same thing every time and they get the same result every time. For me, it was just it's just incredible that we we didn't like it just are are we serious? We we didn't think about man coverage? That's what they do to beat us. That's what they've done to beat us. That's what they did to beat us. Number 3. 
I felt blank about the basketball game today. I felt disappointed in the game against Oakland. Disappointed in our offensive output. Disappointed to see the same Huggy Bear offense deployed yet again. But I have not lost all hope. The defense was stout, and we'll get more into that when we go hard on it. I felt that it all depends on the big men. Wait, you're not going one word? Yeah, I, I use a phrase that doesn't work about the basketball game today. Fine. Um, I feel as if I learned. Man, I mess that up. I mess it up. But we'll just keep going. But my point is, I feel like it's, it's about the big men. When I watch a basketball game, it's about the big men. Malik Curry, we'll get into it when, I, when we talk about I'm going in. I think our guards are going to be fine. It's the big men. It's the rebounding. It's the stats about the rebounds. It's about the physicality. It's about Gabe Osaboyan being the only one being a junkyard dog. But we'll talk about that. But that's my biggest thing. I felt like uh, it's about the big men, about the basketball game today. That, that was terrible, but whatever. Not the basketball game today. You're talking about the basketball game Tuesday night. Tuesday. Yes. Thank you. Number four. We know about Taz. We know about Gabe. We know about Sean McNeil. Blank will step up to be the fourth of West Virginia's basketball team. Jalen Bridges. 304 boy. Straight out of Fairmont. Jalen Bridges will step up. Now, I know there are people who are suggesting he's only going to average seven points a game. I think he'll average more. He's not going to get the shots at the volume that Sean or Taz will get. He's not going to have the impact that Gabe has because Gabe does it on both ends. But Jalen Bridges will be the guy to step up as the fourth man on this team. Two words. Malik Curry. Here's the thing. We got transfers, and usually we get transfers who are underclassmen. We, got, we, we have transfers who are fifth-year seniors. Malik Curry has played. He's been there. He's done that. He's averaged, I think it was 16, 17, 18 points, something around there in his last league. Granted, it wasn't the Big 12, but Malik Curry, what I saw from him for the first game, he looked very confident in the way he controlled the ball. I think it's going to only grow. He's quick. He can create his own shot. Left-handed. Malik Curry in the next... After you know what, I don't even know if it's going to be the next five or six games. But after ten games, after he gets you know comfortable in the situation, I think Malik Curry is going to be a great guard that we had, who's go probably going to be underrated for a player to ever play at West Virginia because I think he's going to do really really good things here uh, in Morgantown. Number five, my score prediction for the Kansas State game is blank. Twenty-one eighteen. West Virginia wins. Not sure how we get to 21. I would imagine Casey Legg will have some part in the victory, but we'll have to see if it's more than just extra points. I do think West Virginia pulls it out. It will be stress Virginia yet again. It'll be a nail-biter, but we will win. 21-18, good guys. Wow. First time in a long time we both predicted a win because I'm saying 24-17, the good guys. The guys in the gold and the blue. We're going to go down to Kansas State. One four straight, gonna win five straight. Hey, listen to me. 24-17, which means we go over 100 yards rushing. But that's what we got. Five questions, five answers. We love being here. We love listening to you guys. 
keep getting at us. You do it on Twitter. You do it on Facebook. You do it on all social uh, media platforms. Keep doing it. Get excuse me. Keep doing it. Keep letting us know what's up, what's good, how you feel, where we got it right, where we got it wrong. How, like I said, how you feel. Anyways, how at your boys, the RVK. And by the way, we're going in next segment. Your home for everything Kansas Jayhawks is the Rock Chalk Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Metz, and every week we run through the most important stories for all your favorite Kansas programs, whether it's football, soccer, or tennis, volleyball, or basketball, baseball and softball, or any other Jayhawk competition, we have it. We have game previews and recaps, interviews with coaches and others close to the team, and analysis from those who pay close attention to all of these programs. You can find us by searching for Rock Chalk Podcast on your favorite platform, so start listening today. Gridiron Metalworks is our new sponsor for the Raspy Voice Kids for the RVK. We are now working with Gridiron Metalworks. It's the perfect gift for the hard to shop for. Metal home goods that are made for college super fans. You can find collegiate branded grills, grates, and griddles, and or flower pots, stainless steel bookends, and coasters, even can coolers, all in actual school colors. Not just the, oh, it's close, like other manufacturers do. It's a gift that you can almost guarantee someone doesn't have. It's high quality and made in the USA. Also, there's free shipping on all orders over $100. Go to www.gridironmetal.com. Use the code RASPY12 and you can jump in on the benefits. Gridiron Metalworks, making things that you want, that you need. I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to go hard. I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in. go hard and i'm gonna go hard and i'm gonna go hard that's right this is your boy jeremy nicholas phoenix i'm here with my brother brandon phoenix aka i also hate pit it's funny he never knows what i'm gonna throw it to him or what i'm gonna say his name myself doesn't matter because right now we're talking about the last week of west virginia sports actually west virginia football west virginia basketball and we're going in we're going in because that's what you want. And we got to do it for the people. I'm going to tell you like Jalen and Jacoby. Do it for the people. Actually, they actually say uh, give the people what they want. But that's what we're going to do. So, Brandon, do you want to start with basketball? I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you be the guy. Do you want to start yeah, with let's, basketball? Let's start with basketball. It's more recent. Let's talk about basketball. Ba- okay, basketball over Iowa. I mean, uh, Kansas. Um, no, Oklahoma State. Let's State. Do o- I'm wrong. Let's do Oklahoma State. Okay, Oklahoma State. We got we got house. We got whipped. We got embarrassed. Twenty four to three. Embarrassing. But Brandon, how'd you feel? It was historic. Historic on their end because they did things defensively they they haven't done since like 1946, literally against us. And it was historic because we had lower output rushing the ball, and, and overall offense than we've had in a long time in Morgantown. And that's on Neil Brown. The offensive line got whipped, but the interesting thing is Mike Gundy said before the game that this was the best offensive line in the Big 12. He didn't say this was a good offensive line. He didn't say this was a growing offensive line. He didn't say they were gelling at the right time. Like, we like, didn't stop that. I mean, but, 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 but yeah, but stop that. that. That's coach talk. That's coach talk. Who cares no, about that? No, coaches will say, this is an underrated offensive line. They're not getting the credit they deserve. That's coach talk. He no. said he, they will draw. They will draw stuff up like that 
Too they safe. will say they know their kids. They will say what they need to say to get their kids motivated. Okay, well, Mike Gundy wasn't the only one. All week, Mountaineer Media kept putting out information about how this offensive line was gelling at the right time, how Doug Nestor's broken hand had Mountaineer healed. Mountaineer Media will, will uh, be very biased yeah. most of the time. So, so I mean, I hear what you're saying, but none of it holds any water, you know? Yeah, okay, well, two weeks in a row, they put up nearly 500 yards of offense, including against Iowa State. There the Cyclones who have a stout defense. So it there wasn't just media. It wasn't just coach talk. We had actually seen evidence that it was possible that this offensive line had figured out its identity and actually had gel. Man, I like that. Hey, good point. There you go. So by themselves, those first two points don't stand, but put together, they make a very clear picture that this team underachieved Saturday. Yes, we played against a team that was better than us. I agree, but not 24 to three. And it wasn't even actually that close better than us. That's my I, and, 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 more importantly, and, more and more importantly, not I'm not even talking about 24 to 3. I'm talking about 133. Okay? That's all I gotta say. 133. That's my point. We were completely and without question unprepared for what we encountered. And that's on the coaching you know staff. You know what? I listened to Neil Brown's conference, and like I'm thinking now, like it was talking about things that like players didn't play well on offense and our off our quarterback didn't play well and but I don't know if I've ever heard him say we got outcoached. I've we heard got, him say that. I've heard him say that. Okay, maybe you're right. But in this game, I think it's 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 kind of a double factor. Like if you only put up 133 yards, okay, maybe people are open. Maybe you didn't step up. Maybe you didn't. Doesn't have to be a little bit outcoached. And even if your players didn't run, even if your players didn't run the right plays, yeah, aren't you the ones coaching them? Yeah. Now, I'm not calling for Neil Brown's know. head. I'm not saying Neil Brown is terrible. I'm not saying he needs to be fired. But I am saying he got out coached and they were unprepared on Saturday. And that is unacceptable. By the way, by the way, I, I do want to throw this in here before I forget. Do you remember at the beginning of the year, I said we have to win the games we can because there are going to be games where we just get outplayed, where we don't show up. Yeah, you did. And that has happened. Baylor. Texas Tech in the first half. That's the reason why those games early in the year where we could have won, the Marylands, the Oklahomas, you got to win those games because there's going to be games later on in the year. Sometimes your kids just don't show up. Or maybe you get a bad bounce. Or maybe a game like this game against Oklahoma State, you're just not the better team. That's why it's so important to win those close games that you can. But that's why I was trying to stress earlier. Pass is the pass. You know, I don't pat myself on the back too hard, even though, you know, my collarbone, I mean, my, uh, anyway, I was say my shoulder blade, my shoulder blades hurt a little bit from all my patting, but you know, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that to me, that is what it is, but I think we put it to bed and we move on to Kansas state. Got to do it. What you got to do, yep. Brandon. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you if you know, and it's okay. You if you don't know, bag, beat it with a stick, throw it wrong. <laughs> My dude, put it in the bag, beat it with a stick, throw it on the road. And that's essentially what Neil Brown said. Somebody asked him in this press conference, hey, do you think we're going to get to a bowl game? Do you think we're going to get six wins? And he said, hey, look, we have to focus one game at a time. And we can't focus on the past because that's not productive. He didn't say that exactly, but I'm paraphrasing. Um, And that's what, what he was saying is like, if I could speak for Neil Brown, exactly what he was saying. 
word for word what Neil Brown was saying. Put it in a bag, beat it with a stick, <laughs> throw, it throw it on the, the road, throw it on the highway. So um, that's what we have to do. And now we're here for Kansas State. And Kansas, Kansas State, State is four and one at home this year so far. At home, they're four and one, three and two against the spread at home. They're six and a half point favorites. FPI only gives us, a, I believe, it's a thirty-two point four chance uh, percent chance of winning. That's ESPN's FPI. They're basically their odds for winning. It doesn't look good for us, but Jeremy, I feel good about us. Can I ask you a question? What? Why do you feel good about us? Because this team has proven Is to it be- the fact <laughs> that we've won four straight against Kansas State, and I cut no. you off on purpose. No, it's no. Not. Even though those trends have held up for us this year, Texas Tech beating us all those times in a row, us beating TCU all those times in a row, Oklahoma State beating us all those times in a row, the trends have held up. But that's not why I feel good. I. Okay. Like, players have bought into who are dubious of the climb. The players, in my opinion, have bought in. If you watch their interactions on social media, if you look at their stories on Instagram, if you look at how they talk about what they're doing, they seem to be focused and they're able to bounce back even when things are stacked against them. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, you know, I feel confident. Well, actually, I feel confident for two different reasons. A few different reasons. I feel confident because of the fact that I don't think Kansas State's defense is so locked down that we can't get 100 yards. I I brought it up last week. When we run for over 100 yards, we win. They've given up a lot of 100-yard games. Um, The last three weeks, they've been playing better. But... I honestly feel like we can run for 100 yards, and I feel like it'll be very beneficial to us. I don't expect Deggy to have the same game that he had last week. I don't expect Garrett Green not to be effective. I expect us to be able to come out here and play well enough, and the defense to play well enough, that we win 24-17. But the biggest thing with Kansas State is, like I said, we beat them four straight times, and it's it's not about it's not about all the teams you have or the... um transitive property where I beat you so you beat you and so I could be no 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 we've beat them four straight years sometimes it's about my philosophy versus your philosophy and I understand we switch coaches but it seems to still be working and if you look at Deggy the last two years against Kansas State he's thrown for 500 yards and five touchdowns now I know 500 yards is not a whole lot of yards in two games but five touchdowns and no interceptions Deggy loves the Wildcats. Deggy loves to see Kansas State in the building. I'll say he likes I say love when you don't turn the ball over and you throw for five touchdowns. And you play really well in both games. So I feel like with uh, Kansas State, the biggest thing to be is can we run the ball and can we not turn over the ball? We all know that. When you play Kansas State, a team like Kansas State, it's very um, field position. It's very turnover um, heavy. So, don't turn over the ball. Don't give them great field position. Um, the punting, all that stuff goes into it. It's going to be a tough fall game. It's going to be a slugfest, but I think we'll win. I think we'll come out with the win. I agree. You ready to talk hoops? Oh, uh, let's get to basketball. 
basketball. Basketball, man. The team that we just played, Oakland. We come away with a victory. We win by what? Seven points. Huh. Yeah. Good things, bad things. How do you feel? We were 17-point favorites. That means Vegas, who knows better than almost anybody, thought we were double digits digits better than Oakland. Jeremy, we did not play like we were double digits better than Oakland, and the score reflected that. It's not like this game was out of hand and they made it close in the end. This game was close the entire time, and a lot of the first half, we, we trailed. And I saw a lot of the same things that we always see out of a Bob Huggins coach basketball team. And by the way, you said earlier, does Neil Brown ever say we got out coached? I'll tell you who never says we got out coached. That's Adverb. Bobby Huggins. Never says that we got out coached. Never, ever, 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 ever. He, he will talk about um, that we didn't hustle hard enough. Like he said, we're going to rebound so much that butts are going to be black and blue. I like it because we did not rebound well at all, except for Gabe. And a lot of rebounding is toughness. Some of it's positioning. Some of it is coaching philosophy. But a lot of it is just wanting it more than the other guy. It's one of the few times in sports where that is, to me, the main factor. Rebounding, even more than defense, is just wanting it more than the other guy. But I was not happy to see we can't make shots again. He said we were going to make shots, we would suffer on defense. But on defense, we held their best player to 2-for-16 shootings, and he had 13 turnovers, which, according to Jody McCreary, is the most that an opponent, an individual opponent, has ever had in a Mountaineer basketball game. So our defense played pretty well. We only gave up 53 points. Some of that's pace of play. Of course, it's the first game of the season. But I was not excited about our offense. And I don't think the offense gets any better because I think you you are either skilled or you're not. And Huggy says we cannot pass the ball. We don't know how to fake pass and then make a pass. I don't think you learn that as the season goes on. I think you have that. You learn it in the offseason through coaching and, and practice or you don't. And I don't think we have it. I don't think it's coming back. I think... You said Malik Curry, by the way, in five on it. Now, Jeremy, you said Malik Curry is going to be the X Factor. He'll be the fourth guy, right? Yep. Malik Curry didn't even start for us. He didn't even start for us. I don't see it, Jeremy. I just don't see it. I don't see it coming from the guards, I don't, uh, except for Taz and Sean. And I don't see it coming from the bigs, except for Gabe, who's kind of a tweener. I, I get what you're saying. Um... I'll start with the positives. Yeah, you've lost your mind. Look, watch Billy Curry. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong plenty of times. Billy Curry, when I saw his confidence, he's a fifth-year senior. He's not a freshman. He's not a sophomore. Fifth-year senior. When he came out there, you felt a different kind of cool and calm. He can pass. I just want to see when he gets more aggressive. This was the first game kind of feeling out. And don't get it, don't get it twisted. We played a funky zone. They put in a zone that most people haven't seen. Let's see what happens when we play man. Malik's quick enough to, guard, to drive around as man. So for me, I wasn't encouraged or discouraged, but I did like some stuff and I didn't like some stuff. I didn't like how we, did re, we, we didn't rebound. Isaiah Cottrell, I feel like he plays like a small forward and Jalen Bridges plays like a small forward. And maybe Jalen is more of a size of a small forward. But on this team, we need you to play big. We need you to get gritty. We need you to get fouls. We need you to get tangled up. We need you to push. We need you to fight. Sheepways moved on. Culver's moved on. Maybe Culligan and and uh, uh, and, and, and Poly Polycap come in and play more. Kerrigan. 
yeah, Culligan. Kerrigan. I was like, I was like, somebody delivering water. <laughs> and Paulie, Paulie Cap come in, and and we need that fight. And like I said, it's just the first game, but we need rebound. We got out rebounded, out rebounded forty eight thirty three. That's a big deal, especially against a team like Oakland, who's not known. Well, at least last year wasn't known for their offense or defensive rebounding, rebounding in general. But I feel like if Pauly Polycap or Kerrigan can come in because you add them to somebody like Gabe Osaboyan. Go ahead, Gabe Osaboyan, man. He played like a man. He was getting Dennis Rodman rebounds, one-handed rebounds, ripping them down. It was it was a big deal. And and I love seeing it. But we need somebody to add to that. We need a couple guys to add to that. Because we got dominated on the glass. On well, the flip you made side, the point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you made the point about Gabe that he's not going to keep getting those charges called for him. So he he no drew five charges, but it won't stay that way. Some of those are going to get called as blocks, especially in Big 12 play. Yeah. But um, I also need, like I said, I need to see Cottrell get stronger. He, need to get, he needs to get some guts. You know, he, he, has, he has to. He's one of the biggest guys we have on the team. He has to get that fierceness in him. McNeil is a great shooter, but like I, I take a step back with Nick McNeil because I thought it was going to be like a task. He can't create for himself. He can hit open shots. Love it. But there's a reason why he shoots five feet behind the three-point line every time is because he can't create his own shots. So he can't even think about going inside. So Taz is going to be big for us, but our biggest thing, I think, is for Malik Curry to develop as an offensive scorer. And the reason why I say this is because at his last stop, his last school, he averaged, you know, in the teen scoring. So hopefully he can do the same thing here at West Virginia as a fifth-year senior. That was huge. But also, everybody's talking about Jalen Bridges before the year started. What can Jalen Bridges bring to this, bring to this team? That's a big deal because we well, need it. Somebody said that they, that he reminded them he reminded them of of Emmett Matthews. Do you see any truth to that? Yeah, right now. Emmett was bigger. Emmett was definitely bigger. But what what Bob Huggins calls on you to do, yeah, you got to get some teeth. You got to get some grind. You got to get some fierceness. Fierceness. You got to get some fouls. You know what I mean? Yeah, but do you think you can? Do you think that's something you can gain or grow into as the season goes on? Because I feel like you, like me personally, you're talking about Isaiah Cottrell. He's not nasty, and I don't think he can be. He, you are or you're not. Some people have so. that. People have that mean streak. Other people don't. And I don't see it in Cottrell. He's a finesse guy. I don't see it in Jalen Bridges. He's a finesse guy. I agree. I agree. I was trying to be positive. I agree 1,000% with what you're saying. So what you're really saying is we got to really hope that Paulie Paulie Cap and uh, Kerrigan are, are the are the teeth. Can, can to me, they teeth. have to be. They have to be. That second line of big men, they have to be the nasty. Because the other guys have already proven that's not who they are. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Well, actually... Shoot, I just had something to say. Oh, oh, do you know who the second leading rebounder was for the game? That's what I was going to say. Do you know who the second leading rebounder in the entire game was? Taz. Six foot one, Sean McNeil. Oh, Sean McNeil, okay. With five rebounds. How many did Taz have? Four? I don't know. I do know Sean McNeil was second leading rebounder with five rebounds, and that is unacceptable. Beyond unacceptable, you know? Yeah, 100%. But 
That's what we got for the basketball game, man. We got well, Pitt. Well, we got a little bit more, though, because we got Pitt tonight. Or Friday night. Friday night. Uh, I was going to say, Pitt Friday night. This comes out Thursday morning. Friday night, we got Sweet Caroline. Come, uh, we're, actually, we're going to them. So Backyard what brawl. Think? What do you think about the backyard? Backyard brawl at the Oakland Zoo is not what it used to be because Pitt is atrocious. They have actual Pitt fans saying, that Pitt is embarrassing to the university and it's embarrassing to the city. And they're saying it as if this is a new phenomenon as opposed to what's been going on for a long time. I really thought Jeff Capel would be better. He's not. This team is but We better house them. And I mean house them. If we're not ready to play, like Bob Huggins said, they have a 1 p.m. practice on Wednesday, they have a 1 p.m. practice on Thursday, then we go to play Pittsburgh. We better whip them. Four times in a row. I think it'll be five. They just dropped a game. Who they lose to? Citadel? The Citadel. Yeah. So Shout to Sarah Roth, by the way. She works for the Citadel. Shout to Sarah Roth. It's always great to be Pitt, and we want to beat them again once again Friday night. I'm, I, I can't stand them in any sport. It makes me sick to think about them. I'm, I hate that they're ranked in football. I don't know why I just brought that up. But Friday night. Once again, young dudes, old dudes, we all are together when we say, eat it, pit. Family friendly, with, I, family friendly, I like it. Anything you got from the NFL, the NBA, anything you want to talk about, or are we just, just going to roll? Um, I thought it was atrocious what happened in the Bears versus um, Pittsburgh game. That taunting penalty that was called, the ref hip-checking a player, that ref should be suspended, should not be able to officiate games anymore. Absolutely unacceptable. Ben Roethlisberger did do his thing, though. He capitalized on the opportunity he was given. So I thought that was cool. OBJ, um, clearing waivers. They, you know, by this time, Thursday, he may have already signed with the team. Right now, it's 3.15 on Wednesday. He has not signed with the team. I think he's best served to sign with the Packers. He won't be the number one guy because you got Devontae Adams there. But if you have a chance for a ring to play with one of the best teams in the NFC, going to Aaron Rodgers, who's proven what he can be, vaccination status, this or that, whatever you want to talk about, doesn't matter. When it comes between those lines, Aaron Rodgers is the man. And Odell Beckham Jr. on one side, Devontae Adams on the other, insane. So I think the NFL is getting exciting. Well, I don't endorse your Aaron Rodgers reference about anything. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't get them, and they lose every game for the rest of the year. Um, <laughs> the NFL is the NFL. Man, it's topsy-turvy. You know, college football, you look at it, and you always have these teams at the top. They're like, oh, these are the best teams. You tell me who the best teams in the NFL are in the AFC, in the NFC. It's no, hard it's to true. judge. Like- it's so <laughs> hard to judge. There's so much what? Um Parody. Parody. Parody between the teams right now. So it's an interesting, uh it's an interesting league. We're continue to watch it. NBA has been, you know. What do you think about Jokic, Jerry? What do you think about Jokic's shot on Marcus Morris or Markeith Morris? I can never remember. I Wait. actually didn't watch it. What what happened? Are you kidding me? So one of the Morse twins hit Jokic when Jokic went to make a pass and was in the air. A cheap shot. Not real hard, but a cheap shot around the half court line. Jokic immediately runs. Throws his shoulder into the back of Morris, knocking him to the ground with whiplash. A fight almost ensues. Jimmy Butler gets caught jawing. Uh, Joker gets suspended and fined. Jimmy Butler gets gets uh, fined. He, I don't remember if he got suspended. I don't know if anything happened to Morris, but like Shaq said, Shaq said he has no problem with what happened. Because like he said, don't start none, won't be none. And the whole point is, Morris thought Joker was a punk. 
And the Morris twins are always trying to punk people. They've done it in real life, beating up civilians. They do it on the court. They think they're some tough guys. I never liked them even when they were at Kansas. And Joker said, I'm tired of it. So like Shaq said, if you do something dirty to me, you better have your head on a swivel because it's coming for you. And that's what Jokers did. He proved he's not a soft batch. Even though I would not endorse hitting somebody who's not looking, I do like that he stood up for himself and I'm tired of the Morris twins. Let it be known. Yeah, I kind of got that feeling. I like Jokic. If he struck back, you know it had to be something big. Um, you got to protect your neck. You know what I mean? Uh, Kevin Garnett said in practice, he used to like haze people and hit people and do different things to see how tough you were. Sometimes people test you out. I promise you, don't seem like nobody else going to be testing Jokic out for the rest of the no, year. You no. Know? It's like Stephen A. Smith said, I'm from Slovenia. And somebody said, what's that mean? He said, I don't know, but I just know I'm from Slovenia. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Last thing I'm going to say, I'm a little surprised with the Golden State Warriors playing so well. But, you know, shout outs to Steve Kerr. Oh, man, Mike Brown. I was trying to remember his name. Mike Brown from Cleveland. It's not just Steve Kerr. It's the whole coaching staff because they have the same guys they had from last year. But you could tell they've coached them up. They're playing well as a team. It's not about trades. It's not about free agents. It's coaching right now. Well, they draft uh, well, too. They always draft well. Steph Curry's lighting it up, right? But they're developing well, man. Poole, I watched Poole last year. He wasn't this guy, and they kept working with him. He kept working on himself. Man, it might be fun. It might be fun this year in the NBA, but shout-out to my Knicks. That's what we got. Not what I thought you were saying. Not what I thought you were saying. My (laughs) Knicks. I'm glad you said my Knicks. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what we got. J.N. Fiend. uh, Wait, 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 wait. Let's talk college football playoffs. Why? Because how in the world is Michigan ahead of Michigan State, Jeremy? They lost head-to-head two Uh, weeks ago. Yes, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. How are there five teams with a loss ahead of Oklahoma, an undefeated Power 5 team at 9-0? I don't like the Sooners. I can't stand them. Will I be upset if they get cheated? No. But let's be real. They have no business being ranked five spots below or with five teams with loss ahead of them. Nope. That's the reason why I hate the stinking eye test. The eye test is the biggest bull crap because the eye test is I can pick whoever I want. That's all it means. Eye test equals I pick whoever I want. Every year. You know? Every year. Do you think is. there's any truth to the people saying that the Big 12 is purposely doing this? Like purposely making sure the committee doesn't put Oklahoma where they deserve to be? Brandon, they've almost lost like 19 games. Oh, I don't know. These last few games, they played really well. I don't worry about it. No, not last few games. They almost lost to Kansas. If if Oklahoma Oklahoma wins out, they, they ain't got nothing to worry about. That's my opinion. So I'm not I, really worried I would about agree. it. I think I agree with you, but we'll see. But I think I agree with you. Um, I will say this too. Alabama's lost to Texas A&M. Not looking so bad with Texas A&M standing right outside the top 10 right now. Oh, that's right. And if somehow... Um, Alabama loses another one before the regular season ends. Texas A&M jumps into the uh, SEC championship. It could beat Georgia and go to the playoff. Don't get that twisted. Jimbo's sitting right outside. But he's outside looking in, looking like he's going to finish third in the conference at best once again. Just like everybody else in the college football playoff looking outside, looking in right now. But there's a lot of weeks left, buddy. What do you think about Cincinnati, though? Mm, we'll see how it works out. Don't they, I don't understand how they're still behind Ohio State. I understand they struggled. Ohio State struggled. Alabama struggled. Everybody, all the big teams struggled. So how are you going to... But it'll work its way out, man. There's plenty of games left. So 
That's all I got. That's all I got. Get at us. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.